Hi everyone, my show is open to everyone. You don't need any qualifications to come here. You don't have to be an expert. You can be a student. You can be a fresh graduate. All I want are real people with questions on personal development, professional development. My first guest today is Blake Whitworth. Great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be on your show. My name is Blake Whitworth. I ended up in uh, cybersecurity after a stint in the U.S. military. Cybersecurity used to not be anything that was on my radar at all. Neither was information technology, but it's something that I fell into and started to, to really love and, and develop a passion for. Since getting out of the military, I started as an information system security officer and have since worked my way up to information system security manager at one of the leading defense contractors here in the sunny tropical Massachusetts, where it's great weather all year round. Actually, it's freezing cold outside right now. That's me in a nutshell, and I'm ready to talk about the question. That is wonderful. So I see a guitar hanging back there, and I also see a great sense of humor. That's one of many, actually. This is my little home office slash recording studio slash during COVID times. It's my workout center. So I believe in multifunctional spaces. That is awesome. So you realize that as a cybersecurity professional, you also have to be a performer and a musician and everything, right? <laughs> Yeah, honestly, being a musician, you know, former life has really helped me out a ton because I, you know, I'm not afraid of crowds anymore. I actually enjoy it. I enjoy getting in front of people, you know, not, not in an egotistical way, but in like a, you like being up there, stage or just in front of people. So. Absolutely. That's wonderful. What things do you want to talk about, Blake? As you know, anything is okay. If I can't answer the question, I'll just deflect. Yeah, this is something that's been on my mind a lot recently. My question centered around education. So I've been doing a lot, of, a, a lot of thinking about the next five to 10 years of my life where I want to go professionally, okay? Currently, I'm in a, a managerial role. I love it. I love leading people. I love mentoring people. I love improving processes. And I really enjoy all the challenges involved in cybersecurity program management. Love it, right? But naturally, you know, I think about what's next and how do I get there? And that's where education comes in to play in my mind, okay? I get a feeling that you may be an expert, on the topic of education. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here with you. Questions, something gives me that feeling. So let me just break down the approach that, that I'm taking and what uh, expand a little bit more about what I mean when it comes yeah. to education. The approach that, that I take when I think about my next career step in education would be that I think about the role that I may want in the future, be it a CISO or a director of information security or director of cybersecurity. I start there. And then maybe I dig into the qualifications of those roles and sort of chart a path as to how I tackle those qualifications and get those uh, things under my belt, the experience under my belt, right? And one of the things that I've noticed when I look at people's, let's say, LinkedIn profile or I talk to people, the background of these individuals in, in senior level positions, be it, again, director of, or CISO, the backgrounds vary in terms of education, but what I find commonly is either they have a master's of information security or cybersecurity or IT security or something along those lines, or they may have an MBA and maybe that helped them get there, right? And I'm wondering which one you think would serve an individual better. Now, I realize that's a polarizing question. And there's probably no straightforward answer because there's no straightforward path to get to that level. But being that there is no straightforward path and you do see those backgrounds vary, I just wonder your opinion on the matter. Uh, let's, because 
let me just put this in context for you. I have a bachelor's degree and I want to tackle a master's degree next. In what field do you have your bachelor's degree? It's in general business. Okay. And I'm not sure which, which direction to take. Should I take the master's of cybersecurity route and become a little more specialized in that field? Or should I take the, the MBA route, take a broadened approach and do my specializations and my certifications? I think in your case, either approach may work, but let me talk about the differences which may help you decide. Let me talk about the first thing about the difference between a bachelor's degree and a master's degree. In a bachelor's degree, as a human, our brains are never developed fully until we go through a program that starts to explore all aspects of the brain or as much of the brain as possible, which is why you typically see a bachelor's degree with a whole bunch of liberal arts requirements, this, that, everything, a whole bunch of things, right? Sports and even languages, right? Because what we're doing to you during a bachelor's degree is exploring all parts of your brain as much as possible to help you find yourself. Because at some point during your bachelor's journey, hopefully you decided, ah, I want that business discipline. That's where I want my major to be, that concentration, that domain knowledge. But basically your brain has been exposed to a lot of things. So even after we give you that, you go out into the workforce and you start doing things. Your brain is already very complex, but you still haven't risen necessarily to what is called the executive level brain. The executive level brain is even more developed. They have far better communication skills. They're far better problem solvers. They're more circumspect about things. By that time, they would take a very interdisciplinary approach to any solution. So this is what a good master's degree program will do to you. So you would need to actually explore and examine multiple master's degree programs, interview the program chairs, and go deeper into your analysis of which one you're going to join, because which one you're going to join is going to make a difference. For example, the people that were in my program, the master's of science programs that I designed, dramatically different from anything else because my programs had practical real world problems to solve smaller scale examples so you could do them within that term number one number two i had ethical leadership the concept of ethical leadership woven into the entire program because i didn't want any executives to go out there without truly understanding what is ethical leadership I also train people to focus on the mission. So, for example, you would never do anything without understanding who you're doing it for. Are you doing it for a healthcare agency, a biotech agency, a nuclear power plant? Who are you working for? Because your solution is going to vary, right? There are programs that do not necessarily teach you that. They're just teaching you how to be a robot almost, okay? And that's not what you want in a master's degree. You want a master's degree to develop teamwork, communication skills, executive skills, problem solving skills, all those high level executive functions, okay? Relationship building skills. These are massively important. That is why MBA schools were often very successful because that's what they were doing. They were do developing those kinds of skills. Yes, they were doing the finance and accounting also, but now 
because the MBA schools are not doing cybersecurity or digital strategy, in my opinion, they've become obsolete for the times. Because today's modern executive doesn't just need to know accounting and finance. They need to know digital strategy far more than accounting and finance. So in my opinion, the MBA school is not appropriate for the current time. However, in your case, because you might already know the digital strategy, it might give you that thing that you need. So in your case, it may be better because you have that deep domain knowledge that you have been practicing for so long, you're also fairly advanced in your career. You said you're already a manager, program manager in that kind of a role in a cybersecurity domain. So therefore, chances are that you don't need to really learn the domain as much. In my master's program, for example, we were getting people from all backgrounds because this field is so new and we have to develop so many people. Plus, it is so multidisciplinary that I don't care if your background is economics, finance, English, law. It doesn't matter. We could groom you and we could take you through the whole process and do everything with you, but also give you the executive skills because without the executive skills, you would never succeed. So that is the key difference. I'm hoping that helps you figure this out a little bit better. It definitely does. And I'm glad you, you mentioned uh, your opinion about the MBA being obsolete in t- the current times. There are MBA programs that do offer concentrations in cybersecurity. Yeah. And so that was my, as a follow-up question to that, um, let me just caveat with, I'm going to have to go either online or part-time or executive program because I need to maintain a full-time work schedule. Sure. So those are the things that I have to explore. So do you have any, uh, any differing opinions or any opinions of the current uh, programs, the MBA programs that are offering the cybersecurity concentration? Once again, I don't recommend any particular programs, but I do know from having led online programs, online programs are just as rich as any other programs. It doesn't matter. The mode of instruction does not matter. For example, the programs that I led for the last eight years or so, some of them were 100% online. Some were hybrid. I have always believed that without the digital strategy, without digital use of digital tools, you can't do this thing as well or at the scale that you need to. So for example, my program had 5,000 students globally. Because to me, if you build a great program, I don't want 20 students in there. I want 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 students if possible. Because these kinds of programs are very rare. If you notice, my program earned Best Cybersecurity Higher Education Program in the USA Award two years in a row. That is unheard of. Why? Because it's innovative. It's the only one of its kind in the world. Right. Are there going to be others like that? Probably, but everything is going to depend on leadership because you want a leadership where the person is passionate, where they're going to coach the faculty members and they're going to hire the faculty members because everything is about mentorship, right? Because the domain knowledge and all that you're going to get from almost any school. But what is going to be different is who's mentoring you, who's taking care of you. When you have a question, just like you're asking me today, is your professor, is your program chair, those people going to be available to you? Because if they're not, it's going to be very hard for you to succeed. But if they are accessible to you, your success will be accelerated dramatically. That thing happened to my students. If you notice, 2020 ISC Square, you probably know about them, awarded one of my graduates the 2020 Rising Star of the Year Award. Last year, Again, one of my graduates, why is that happening? Because 
I mentored them from day one. They started. I'm the chair. I have 5,000 students in the program, but I still was available to mentor any student in my program and any faculty in my program. You can ask any faculty that worked on my team. I would respond to their question within minutes. And my rule was, if you ask me a question, you'll get an answer within 24 hours. Now, normally it never happened 24 hours. It would usually be within but, but I set that goal for myself because I know that, okay, there might be an emergency, might be on the road or something, but within 24 hours, I should be able to do it. And I have never failed. That's what you need. You want that commitment. So question the program people about that. Yeah, which is great. It's not something that typically comes to mind when you're shopping for programs, right? Because you think, well, I'm, I, I should be lucky enough to get into these programs. Maybe I shouldn't be as picky, but what I'm hearing you say is uh, definitely shop around. Do your own interviews. You are the customer. You are the client. So don't sell yourself short. You're going to pay big time money. These programs are not cheap. Plus, you are going to spend a lot of your personal time because in a good program, the workload can be grueling. That I can tell you. In my program, which was accelerated, everybody had to spend 20 to 30 hours every week Otherwise, they would fall behind and they would not succeed. Now, some people may say, why did I make the program that difficult? Because if I don't make the program difficult, your brain would not grow. Yeah, that's a great point. See? So you want difficulty. You don't want a paper degree. And there are many of those too. Yeah, absolutely. There are. So you would want to say, I want to sit in one of your classes. I want to see what you're going to teach. So you will see what are they teaching and how are they teaching? Who is teaching? What are their degrees in? You don't want people with English degrees teaching you cybersecurity. So that's another thing. You want to explore the degrees. That's another thing that I was very, very careful about. I vetted the professors. I personally handpicked the professors. Well, I appreciate that. That's great insight for me and a lot to think about. So it's definitely a big decision. Absolutely. So it was absolutely wonderful to chat with you, Blake. I am so glad that you came on my show and we had this conversation and I got to know you. And one of these days, we're going to jam a little bit, right? I was actually going to close with that. Next time I'm on, we should get our guitars and do, our, do a thing, right? There you go. There you go, Blake. Well, thank you very much.